The following episode of the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, includes advertising provided by our network, GCN. If you'd like to subscribe to an ad-free version of the program, plus the exclusive After the Paracast podcast, please visit www.theparacast.plus. That's P-L-U-S. Once again, that's www.theparacast.plus. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, with Gene and Tim, we have Mark Christopher Lee joining us. And he'll be talking shortly about his background in music, but also about a UFO documentary called God vs. Aliens. We all want to know about that. In the meantime, Tim and I want to bring up a couple of things here. There have been two passings, as they say, in the last week that we want to talk about. One is a fellow traveler by the name of Ian Punnett, and he was the weekend host for the Coast to Coast AM radio show for 24 years. I understand, Tim, that you were a guest on the show a few times. Yes, that's that's. Correct. At least two, at least twice that I, I I talked with Ian. He was always a great host, very gracious, and uh, I, I always enjoyed being with him. So he will be missed. I understand he died of a liver disorder, and we send our sympathies to his family and friends. Another death comes our way here. I'm sure both of you have heard of the Smothers Brothers. And Tommy Smothers died at the age of 86. I think a lot of people who were younger never heard of them. But mm. they had a show on the CBS TV network in the late 60s. And they were canceled because they went afoul of some of the <laughs> regulations for content. <laughs> so, so that's why they canceled this show after three years. But... With the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, they introduced people like Steve Martin and Glenn Campbell and people like that, even Rob Reiner, who later was on the show All in the Family and became a top-notch film director, was one of the early people to appear with the Smothers Brothers in the 60s. I think largely as a comedy writer, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mark, let's talk about you and talk about things that are ongoing here. One of the things I saw in your bio, which interested me, is that you've advocated for fair royalties for artists, that musicians get underpaid for their work in the music industry. And I know that this is also in the movie industry, where lots of actors have had to sue the studios because they got ripped off. So how did you get started in this? Were you ripped off by a record company at any point? Well, basically, this is more kind of highlighting the lack of royalties in the streaming age. We actually set our own record label up 
uh, digital only back in 2004, 2005, because we kept getting offered basically dodgy recording deals by the old-fashioned record labels. So we decided to start our own label up, so we owned all the, all the rights and everything like that. And we could be our own bosses, so that's what we did. And we started releasing music on the likes of Spotify and Apple. But then we realised that, actually, it's not paying very much. I think it was uh, about 2015, I read an article in an English newspaper. It's actually by an American professor called Mike Errico, who's a music professor. And he was going about the history of songwriting and how pop songs tended to be like two and a half minutes long, simply because of the length of seven-inch vinyl. And he challenged songwriters and artists of today to adapt to the media of today, which is streaming, uh, and just write 30-second songs, because basically you get paid after 30 seconds of a song, and it's not very much, so why would you write longer songs? So we started this campaign for fairer royalties back in 2015, where we just recorded songs that were 30 seconds long, and we put... 100 of them on one album, which got its uh, Guinness, Guinness World Record and got lots of publicity for this cause. So we've been campaigning ever since, really, with a series of 30-second song albums, which are all out there. And we made a film about it called Inspired, the 30-second song movie, which is out on Amazon Prime, uh, which tells the story of this campaign. And it's been very successful. We've had meetings with Spotify about this issue. And uh, we've had some change, but in the streaming edge, like you said, with with movies, it's it's getting fair pay for all creative people, which is difficult nowadays. Of course, with the movie industry, the Screen Actors Guild and also the Writers mm-hmm. Guild in the U.S. struck for months, which delayed production of movies mm-hmm. and TV shows. And one of the issues to be resolved was streaming rates. But it's not just mm-hmm. the current situation being underpaid. There are vast numbers of artists over the years who got ripped off by their record label. Oh, even gosh, back, you know, in, yeah. even back in my time in the 60s, we had a famous artist called Tommy James with a band called the Chandels, and he did Chandels, Crimson and Clover, yeah. I Think We're Alone Now, and great mm-hmm. songs like that. His record label that he joined was a front for the mob. Yeah, no, and he absolutely. wrote a book about it. Yeah, he wrote a book about it. And he yeah. had to literally beg for the guy to hand him some money. This is a guy who was selling tens of millions of records. Another yeah. example was a group called the Turtles. They sang yeah, yeah. such songs as yeah, yeah. Happy, yeah, together. Happy, to get, Happy Together, Eleanor, that kind of thing. Mm. And their record label, Whale Records, I think it was called, mm. ripped them off for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah, I've got an example. Uh, the 60s band, The Small Faces, they were actually owned basically by Don Arden, who was uh, basically Sharon Osbourne's uh, father. And he was a notorious gangster. And uh, the Small Faces, very, very big 60s band, didn't make any any money at the time because they were just ripped off by by Don Arden. Uh, So, yeah, and Sly and the Family Stone, Sly Stone never made any money. Had all these big hits, very influential artists, but never made any money and was living in squalor until recently. So, yeah, you're right to highlight this issue. And I think it's very important that, you know, we treat artists with respect and dignity, which I don't think there were a lot of the time. There aren't a lot of Taylor Swift's or Paul McCartney in the world. John Fogarty, Mm -hmm. who was Mm -hmm. the lead singer, the founder and the main songwriter of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Mm -hmm. They were ripped off by the company they were doing music for, Fantasy Records. Right. Yeah. And then there was a lawsuit where they sued Fogarty for stealing 
his own music in a new song, and he literally had to go into court and show how he does the chord changes to go from yeah. one song to another. It's like suing Paul McCartney if he writes a song that sounds like Yesterday or something. And, yeah, and like he it. would not perform any Creedence songs for years mm-hmm. until he got this settled down. Then finally he did. Of course, the Beatles were ripped off by this guy, Alan Klein. That's yeah. the time when the Beatles broke up as a band back around 1970. Mm-hmm. Again, they were ripped off. So what do musicians do? They, do they just go into business for themselves and hope that'll work? That's what Taylor Swift has done, hasn't she? She was stuck in a really dubious contract with Scooter, I can't remember his name, but her, her first record label. Uh, so she she was stuck in this deal. So what she's done is, you know, taken ownership of all, re-recorded all her albums and re-released them. And she owns everything. And she's been on tour. She owns all the rights to the tour. I mean, that's very very constructive thing to do but obviously she's got a lot of fans so she can do that worldwide it's i worry for the up-and-coming talent that it's going to get lost because they're going to get dis disenchanted really with the, with the way the whole industry works and especially more is coming into more kind of pay to play like the old payola now where you're going to have to new bands are going to have to pay to get on spotify and that's where it's going to end up uh, so yeah uh we need to find a positive way forward with that somehow well, of course, these businesses succeed on paying low royalties to artists. So just remember when you stream a song, and this is something I didn't know until you just told me, that even if it's Hey Jude by the Beatles, which is over seven minutes, or MacArthur yeah. Park by Richard Harris, they're yeah. only paid on the first 30 seconds of that song. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, boy. Well. And it's about naught point naught naught three cents per stream that's what that's what you get not much is it (laughs) you see we hear about billionaires like taylor swift and paul mccartney and we forget that most artists can't even eke out a middle class living that goes for singers songwriters and movie stars mark christopher lee tim swartz gene steinberg we got so much more to come you're in the barracast Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos, and those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. 
You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 that's 800-430-1891 We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Mark Christopher Lee joins us. And we started the show because he's a musician talking about the way that Musical artists are ripped off by the fact that even though there are a few who make lots and lots of money, a lot of times it's from concerts, not the record they produce, because the concerts, they can pull a big piece of the action to appear in public. With recording, well, you have all these recording companies that don't care about the artists, and a lot of artists now do it themselves, but then they have to contend with iTunes and which used to be iTunes, Apple Music and Spotify and everyone to make sure they get a piece of the action. They get something for everything they do, but something that is so infinitesimal, they will never see it. They'll get a five cent check at the end of the year. They want something that represents the work they do. Again, as I said, most actors, most singers, 
Most musicians in general, most screenwriters cannot earn a middle-class living to pay for an apartment, forget about a house, to pay for supporting their family, to get their kids through school. They don't earn that much money, and many have to do other jobs until the miracle comes. Yeah. (laughs) Until the miracle comes. Last example, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks, until they joined Fleetwood Mac and earned plenty of money, they had albums out. Real record albums, a record deal, but she was working in a restaurant to support them. And they had no furniture. They could barely get by. Of course, Eurythmics, Annie Lennox, Dave Stewart. Mm -hmm. They could just afford to buy the instruments. And finally, they came up with Sweet Dreams are made of this and finally became famous and rich. I guess I hope they're rich because they deserve it. Yeah, I think they are. (laughs) <laughs> by the way for those who want to hear you have a band called pocket gods do you have any music that's more than 30 seconds that we can listen to we do yeah i mean we've been recording music for 25 years now we've released 76 albums believe it or not in that time uh, so there's a lot of music out there uh, most of it is three minute indie pop songs uh you know we're big fans of the beatles the ramones that's where we come from And we've gone through all the genres in our time, from country rock to pop to electro. So we've done a lot of genres. The 30-second song thing is a recent thing for this campaign. And uh, I don't know what the next album will be sometime next year, hopefully. So, yeah, music is still a big part of what I do. You can check us out there, the Pocket Gods, the com website. Links to everywhere. And, you know, we've had high-profile champions over the years. We've had the likes of John Peel, who was a famous Radio 1 DJ in in Britain. Uh, and also the recently, uh, I know he's passed away recently, but Seymour Stein, who was head of vice president at Warner Music and Sire Records. He was a fan of ours. So that, w- that was great as well. The Pocket Gods. Mm. Yeah, I see it right here. I see it right here. They have a Christmas single out. The Pocket Gods on BBC News. You know, check them out. Listen, they're working hard for 25 years. They deserve to get a decent paycheck for all their efforts. We all do. Thanks, Let's Jay. move. You're very welcome. Let's transition from music to UFOs. And sometimes there is no difference because a lot of artists have recorded UFO songs. Sure. How did you get involved in ufo research because ufo research pays less than music i think (laughs) (laughs) yeah does it pay anything i mean Mm. basically i've always been fascinated in in the paranormal and ufos since as a kid i saw there was a program on british tv called arthur c Clarke's mysterious world and arthur c Clarke was the author of 2001 a space odyssey and he did this you know, it's pretty, you know, hard-nosed scientist. He invented the communications satellite. Uh, so he's a proper scientist, but he investigated the paranormal and UFOs with an open mind. And this TV series was mind-blowing. It came out as a kid, and it, it just uh, awakened an interest in me. And at the same time, there was also a magazine that came out called The Unexplained, which looked at UFOs, spontaneous human combustion, alien abductions, and all this stuff. It was like, wow, what is this? There's something more to life than, you know, what we're seeing, really. Uh, and that just blew my mind. 
so I've always had a fascination since then. And then we had the Rendlesham uh, incident in the UK, which has been described as the UK's Roswell. So I took an interest at that. Uh, I went to university I, in England. I did a science degree. So I've got that scientific background, which makes me quite rational and analytical. So I do take a, you know, a rational approach to UFOs and the paranormal. So I've always been fascinated and always followed what was going on, read the latest books, uh, watched all the documentaries and, you know, in the meantime, doing my band. But then because I made a film about the band and kind of worked out how to make a film, I thought, yeah, I really, really want to make a, a documentary about UFOs. That's my passion. I know a lot about it. I know, you know, some quite interesting people to interview, like Nick Pope, who used to work for the MOD, Professor Harvey Loeb. These people, you know, just emailed and said, would you be interested? And said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, yeah, I'm going to do it. So basically I made this film in a couple of months last year, you know, with the background that you've got in the US with the disclosure process, which is, you know, really exciting. I mean, it's not happening in the UK, I have to say, which is disappointing. But it's like, yeah, wow, wow, this is all happening. I really want to get this film out there. And it's called God versus Aliens, so it explores the spiritual, religious impact that first contact or disclosure would have on us. And so taking a slightly different approach, because, you know, it would have a, a profound impact, I think. I really want to make this film, so I just went ahead and did it. It's on a low budget, but it's it's done really well. It's out on Tubi in, in the US, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. And I'm making more films now, which is cool as well. Found yourself a new calling. Yeah, I think so. I'm quite passionate about it. And what, what I want to do is, is get the, the message out there to, you know, not the non-believers, but just ordinary people. Because obviously the UFO community seems to be a bit bit cliquey and everyone's kind of vying for their own little corner, I think, sometimes. But I want to get the message out there that, you know, get people to open their minds to say, oh, there is something out there. You know, try and make it accessible to the public, really. Now, when it comes to things like organized religion, UFOs, when we talk about how religion reacts to UFOs, I'm personally aware of one example I knew about. My wife's late uncle, Louis Kaplan, mm -hmm. was one of what some people call a Jew for Jesus, born Jewish, okay. became yeah, yeah. an evangelist. And if you look up people, Louis Kaplan is listed on Google. Now... Mm -hmm. His sect, whatever it is, and I didn't understand it completely. I just knew here's this guy, and he's my wife's uncle, and that's it. Met him a couple of times. They believed that UFOs were demonic. Now, as a matter of fact, his wife once loaned me a small book, a sci-fi book, a sci-fi novel, where they were being visited by UFOs, and in order to get rid of the demonic forces, they had to recite the Lord's Prayer to tell sure. E.T. to go get away. We've got <laughs> yeah. Mark and Gene and Tim, you're in. The Pentecost. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. The Silver Lungs Generator is the only all-encompassing professional class product for producing endless colloidal and ionic silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. 
With recent regulations threatening the sale of silver-based supplements, now you can secure yourself and your family by producing your own silver solutions anywhere, anytime. You can have the peace of mind knowing that you can create endless supply of silver anytime, anywhere, for any application. The Silver Lungs Generator is a one-time purchase that requires no maintenance nor replacement parts for the life of the unit. This product was designed to be an invaluable part of your vital preparations. For a detailed report on the differences between ionic silver, colloidal silver, and what most silver solution manufacturers are producing, please visit our website at www.silverlungs.com for more information on why you should be producing your own silver solutions right from your home forever. USA News Update. Maine's top election official is removing former President Trump from the state's 2024 Republican primary ballot. Maine Secretary of State Shanna Bellows made that decision on Thursday. I was duty-bound uh, to follow me, Ma, to ensure that candidates... All the candidates who appear on the primary ballot are qualified for the office they seek. Bellow says Trump knew the risks for violence on January 6, 2021, and ignored them, which she believes disqualifies him from seeking office. Trump's team has argued the former president incited nothing that day and was only participating in free speech demonstrations that got out of hand. Netflix has discontinued over a dozen of its TV shows in the current year, including titles like Shadow and Bone, Glamorous, Agent Elvis, and Lockwood and Company. Even the mystery series 1899, which achieved a five-week presence on the Netflix Top Ten chart, faced cancellation. Notably, five out of the 14 canceled shows were animated. Skip Kelly, USA News. I need to do my taxes. Are there any self-help options online? Doing taxes yourself? IRS.gov has many self-service tax tools, and they're all just a click away. Prepare and file your taxes online using FreeFile. Use our calculator to estimate your tax withholding. Order a tax transcript. Apply for an employer identification number. Check your refund status, too. IRS.gov, your 24-7 federal tax resource. When I was a kid, I wanted to be just like Cal Ripken. It's definitely humbling to know that now people are calling me a hero. Instead of finding the IED with my metal detector, the IED found me first and that resulted in double above knee amputations. It's hard to describe the feeling of meeting somebody that you've always wanted to be like. There are people now that are looking up to you for their inspiration and to be their role model. Visit saluteheroes.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. 
Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? Now, in light of the movie Gods and Aliens, Mark Christopher Lee, I assume you're familiar with such things like the Collins elite within the government, allegedly, allegedly within the government, movements where religious people believe that UFOs are demonic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's covered in the film as a couple of people talk about it. You know, the Collins elite was, you know, allegedly a part of the secret part of the U.S. government that, you know, that investigated UFOs but didn't really want to take it forward because, like you said, they thought they were demonic. And we had the same thing in the U.K. as well. Uh, there was a guy called Lord Hill Norton, who was like uh, very high up in the Ministry of Defence, and he wrote a report in the 1970s looking into the UFO movement, and he advised the British government not to investigate it for the same reason that they, you know, he thought they were demonic in origin. And this does come back to how you got Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, the three main monotheistic religions, how they view paranormal phenomena is it's as demons so anything kind of unexplained paranormal is automatically seen in that light as a demon uh if we go into the old testament and the new new testament as well anything that's a bit mysterious is, is put down as a demon that doesn't mean it's it's correct but because both the american government and the british government have got quite a large kind of evangelical christian mindset this is true that they didn't want they still don't want to investigate and that's what I've spoken to nick pope who used to work for the ministry of defense in the uk and he's adamant that yes he was told that the, some parts of the uk government and the us government won't investigate ufos and won't take them seriously because they're scared because you know there is this paranormal slightly weird element to it i mean we may get onto this later i, I don't think that's the case i think my own personal opinion after all the research that I've done, I, I think there is an otherworldly element to UFOs. I don't necessarily think it's bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't believe that there is this demonic element to UFOs. Uh, I think there is a paranormal aspect to them in terms of how they're able to be there one minute and then disappear the next. I think there's some, something weirder than just a physical... Uh, extraterrestrial spacecraft visiting us. I think there's something possibly interdimensional, a bit kind of otherworldly, a bit like John Keel and the ultra-terrestrials. That's kind of my take on the UFO phenomena. Of course, Keel talked about ultra-terrestrials, which I don't know is some sort of godlike being or group of beings, Mm. but he said they may be crazy yeah i mean he, he he thought they were the the cosmic joker that they were here to kind of disrupt us a little bit and play jokes on us and there was always this mischievous element to them uh so yeah i mean that's what he believed i, I do think there is something to that but then again i i tend to think that it's not malevolent i think it, possibly beneficial and possibly here to to help us that's that's my own belief do you think maybe that's a bit of wishful thinking that we hope they're nice to us 
and they don't wish us ill. Because obviously a highly advanced race, if they wanted to take over, they could do it pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they could have done it already. I guess that's the the issue. Or maybe they already have. Maybe we are a hybrid race. Maybe they've already interfered with our direction. Uh, So we're some sort of hybrid. And that's why they're kind of still watching us and not wiping us out. I mean, I, I, I tend to think that it is paranormal and it is interdimensional and it is non-malevolent. But I do, I do think there is possibly, you know, like there is good and evil in, in this world, there is good and evil outside of this world, if you understand what I'm saying. Tim? When you talk about the uh, Collins elite mm. with the... Uh, with some of the more recent interest in UFOs coming from the uh, United States, uh, especially in the Pentagon, uh, there's been allegations that, once again, there are factions within the Pentagon Mm. that are trying to squash these kinds of information getting out because, you know, once again... There are certain factors who believe that the UFO phenomena represents satanic, demonic origins straight from the Bible, and that by gaining a more public interest to it is basically like opening the doors to hell itself (laughs) (laughs) for for the rest of the world. And, you know, it it amazes me that Mm. this kind of mindset, because, you know, you think of Mm. the the military, and I know this is probably, you know, uh, 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 not, not, juvenile thinking on my uh, maybe uh, uh, but you know it's it, you would think that the the minds at this place would be a little bit more above that kind of and, and I'll just come right out and say it superstitious type thinking but there it is yeah you would you would hope so wouldn't you and yeah <laughs> but it doesn't there is that I think there might be something to that that you know, because it seems like disclosure at the moment's kind of hit a, hit a dead end and the vested interests possibly have come forward. I mean, I, I tend to think that, okay, there may be this element in the Pentagon that thinks they are demonic and, you know, because they're evangelical Christians and they, they're scared and they don't want to, you know, let this on the public uh, because it was scared to death. But I also think Possibly the other reason is that the defence contractors, the ones that have the uh, secret black budget, the ones that are trying to own this technology, they're the ones that might have shut it down uh, because they don't want it to go public. And so there's also that as well. Because I do think, I mean, uh, I, I know Grush has alluded to the fact that the US government has downed uh, technology, extraterrestrial UFO technology. Where is it? Who's got it? Who's who's back engineering it? It'll be some uh, subsector of the U.S. Defense Department's been privatized and immune to the free freedom of information request. That's where it'll be. Uh, don't don't you think? I don't okay. disagree that sending it out to private industry wouldn't help. I think that it would help in terms of keeping it a secret. The question Mm. is, what, if anything, do they have? And I guess we go back to the R word, Roswell. 
because that's the big thing in American ufology. Sure. That yeah. Maybe we had this crash back in 1947. Mm-hmm. They recovered the wreckage of a flying saucer. Maybe alien bodies, though that's disputed. I think Kevin Randall, mm-hmm. one of the premier investigators of Roswell, yeah. said that he couldn't nail that down as much as he could nail down the stories of the actual crash. So we don't know. Of course, you're dealing with people remembering something 30 years later that hadn't been documented except for a brief story early on. And we talk about varying memories, some people trying to get in on the act. Oh, I saw that. Here's some additional information. Some people embellishing what happened to them. But if it really happened, if we really recovered the wreckage of an advanced craft from somewhere else, and we could talk about this for a few minutes, my opinion would be that Even today, we could not dissect the technology. Because if we're talking about a race hundreds or thousands of years ahead of us Mm -hmm. that could transport between the stars, that is way beyond our current integrated circuits, chips with billions of transistors, way beyond that, using technologies we can only dream of. I don't think we'd have a ghost of a chance of any of this reverse engineering. It would just be something they'd sure. visit every so often and maybe learn something. Mark, Tim, Gene, you're in. The yeah. Paracast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. If you love mysteries, you'll love these two books by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. In Mimics, The Others Among Us, you'll learn about the strange beings that can look like us, but are not. In Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters, you'll see the hard evidence of UFOs that has been ignored or even hidden. These books will definitely blow your mind, and both are now available on Amazon.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, Com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888 8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This is James Fox, director of The Phenomenon and Moment of Contact. You're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Mark Christopher Lee joining Gene and Tim, and he's got a movie out. He's a rock artist, independent rock artist. He's got a movie out right now mm. about gods versus aliens. And of course, when you say versus, okay, that implies yeah. there is a form of attack here that that necessarily religion would be against the existence of beings from other planets. Is that your take? I think it would have a profound impact and it would kind of change things little bit of how we see ourselves in the universe i mean it was it was a deliberately pr- provocative title i guess to get people's attention but the issues in, in the film are quite serious and quite kind of balanced i think but yeah some of the things we do explore in the film is like what would happen if the aliens you know obviously going to be far more advanced like you said just by the fact that they've got got here somehow <laughs> traversed you know millions of light years to get here have they done that? So they must be far superior somehow. So would they bring their own gods, their own religion, their own ethical code, or their own lack of gods and impose them on us just by the fact that we'd be far, far superior? So it's like a reverse colonialism, you know, like we, we went out, Christianized the world to some extent. Would the aliens come to us and impose their beliefs on us? That's the question I wanted to raise. And how would 
say the catholic church judaism christianity islam how would they respond i mean some say the catholic church is already prepared for this and there is a cardinal that's already been appointed to deal with first contacts so and some have alleged recently that the catholic church actually knows a bit more than it's letting on and it does have its secret archive at the vatican so i just wanted to explore these interesting topics in the film i don't necessarily have all the answers at the moment but i think we should be talking about it and I'm trying trying to get to the answers it's not just the military or religion that seems to be against this concept that uh, we're the only ones, you know, or that, that there are others in this universe besides us. Uh, I talked once to a physicist here in the United States whose name is uh, Jim Brandenburg, and he told me about this conference that he had where he was showing a group of scientists uh, slides of a meteorite that was found here on Earth that had been ejected from Mars originally. Mm -hmm. In this meteorite were what appeared to be fossilized microorganisms, you know, like maybe one-celled creatures that, you know, lived, you know, a couple billion years ago on Mars. One of these scientists actually, during this talk, got up and was physically threatening Mr. Brandenburg because he was saying that this evidence was going against biblical beliefs. Now, this was coming from another scientist. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we have got a really long uphill climb, I think to convince i think the general public is a lot more open to the concept of life on other planets and life throughout the universe than even scientists here on planet earth sure that's a really good point i mean scientists have only just come around the last since we got the hubble telescope that the fact is they're going to be life life is going to be plentiful in the universe but it's only recently that the science has come around to that so it is becoming more mainstream now that there's going to be extraterrestrial life everywhere in the universe. It's whether it's visiting us or has visited us. That's the question. I mean, I've spoken to Seth Shostak. He's actually in the film. And he's uh, the chief astronomer of SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. So he's, you know, been active in that, searching for signs, signals in the cosmos that there is extraterrestrial life. And he's adamant, he says this in the film, that, you know, there is no evidence that we've ever been visited by extraterrestrials. He's not convinced at all. But he does think that we will have evidence by 2035. Otherwise, he's going to buy everyone a cup of coffee. That's his bet. So So I just want to make the point, the film is quite balanced. I, I tend to think that we have been visited before. But at the end of the day, you know, there are no definitive answers at the moment. So it's all speculation, really. We have no hard proof, don't you think? Well, don't you think it's interesting, though, that there are a lot of scientists that that do believe that the universe is teeming with life, but that they think that it's impossible that that we've been visited by this life. I mean, and, you know, the Earth has been around for at least a couple of billion years, and uh, if life is that plentiful out there, 
why 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 couldn't we be visited sure um, yeah i mean i tend to think that we have but yeah why indeed and the scientists that, that say oh it's not possible because of the distances they're kind of thinking with our mindset that of a planet that's only two billion years old if a, you know if a planet's been five billion years old it's going to be far more advanced and you know will have mastered the physics of the universe well, this is what Professor Ravi Loeb has suggested, is that, you know, they may make use of extra spatial dimensions in order to traverse the universe to visit us. So we can't think that, OK, well, we can't do it. <laughs> so it must be impossible. That's just illogical. Very provincial kind of viewpoint. It's like what they thought at the beginning of the 20th century about what we could do and what we couldn't do. And they couldn't begin to imagine where our technology would be right now. You gave them an iPhone. It doesn't have to be the new one. It could be one few years old like my wife has. And they couldn't figure it out. Maybe they could turn it on until the battery were out. Maybe you can tear it apart and say, yeah, obviously there's a battery. But the rest, printed circuits, integrated chips, all that stuff. No, they couldn't. Just like I was mentioning before, and I wanted to get your reaction, but we moved on temporarily. Mark, is about reverse engineering, and it becomes the same thing. You can tell me your viewpoint about going into private industry, which I would agree with, but I don't think we would even now be near being able to do anything with a real spaceship built by a race way ahead of us. No, you're, you're right, and I think there's, there's evidence in the CIA archives that there were clutching at straws by getting in psychics this is in the stargate project uh you can download the files from from the cia archive and they actually got in psychics from around the world to try and be able to work out how to power you know power these crafts because the, there was something they thought that mind could power it somehow so they got psychics from all around the world to try and see if they could help uh and that actually happened and you know people like Uri Geller, who I spoke to about this, uh, and he, you know, he was investigated by the CIA because of his psychic powers, but he was found to have, you know, some sort of power. But they wanted to tap into this because they thought it might be able to help unlock, you know, the secret to manoeuvring these <laughs> these craft. So I think you're completely right there that they haven't got a clue. <laughs> uh, they might have these craft, but you know, how do they fly them? But then again. I do. There is evidence that possibly what we're seeing is this reverse-engineered technology in the sky. You know, it might not be active extraterrestrials coming to visit us. It might be, you know, secret U.S. military uh, reverse-engineered project that's in the sky. And I've spoken to someone recently about this who suggests that this may be the case. There's an author called Neil Nixon, and he thinks it's far more logical that what we're seeing is is human technology. But where did it come from? That's the question. If it mastered anti-gravity uh, and all this, it's got to have come from somewhere. How have we made that leap from, you know, the combustion engine, <laughs> the rocket engine to anti-gravity technology? That's the question, I think. I think here in the United States, there is a push with the authorities to try to convince people that 
UFOs or UAPs, as they're now now calling them, bleh, uh, are top secret man-made uh, craft, either from here or from some other country. But you asked the correct question there. If that's the case, where did that leap come from? That leap in technology. I mean, we're still using chemical rockets <laughs> to get satellites up into orbit. And people are seeing these things going, you know, thousands of miles an hour, making right-hand turns, disappearing and reappearing. Okay, where did that technology just come from? We're going to do this right-hand turn first. Maybe a left-handed turn because I'm a lefty. Mark, Gene, Tim, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So in our previous segment, Tim Swartz was referring to the fact that nowadays we're still using chemical rockets. And basically, if you travel into space now, you're being sent aloft by a firecracker. <laughs> a very advanced yeah. firecracker, but a firecracker, and went on to suggest that, well, this avalanche of UFOs, they've got to be using something far, far more sophisticated. I asked my question in the, in the previous uh, uh, segment to Mark. 
you know, why do the authorities think that people are going to be dumb enough? Well, I don't you know. I, <laughs> uh, to be convinced that uh, that these things are, you know, just some kind of top secret man-made uh, objects when it's obvious that the technology being presented is far, far advanced to what we currently have. Yeah, absolutely. But like you say, it's where did the technology come from? Is it is it reverse engineered from extraterrestrial technology or is it somehow some sort of kind of technology that's been developed secretly, maybe tapping into Tesla, what he was into, possibly? So maybe it's some sort of secret human technology that's being kept very, very secret because they don't want the Chinese or Russians having it. I don't know. Well, and the thing about it is, uh, and I think most most people, you know, sitting at, sitting at home, just worried about their daily jobs and things like that, don't realize that people have been seeing UFOs for hundreds, maybe probably thousands of years. Sure. And, you know, if, they, if they're paying attention to it in the more recent press accounts, you know, they'll get the impression that all of this just started in, say, you know, 2004. When instead it's been around for centuries. Sure. I mean, we, we do go into this in the film a little bit about the history of, of people seeing strange things in the sky. Or, and the links between alien abductions, for instance, and what people experience with the fairy folk. You know, hundreds of years ago, people would have strange encounters with these fairy folk and had missing time, uh, feeling sense of danger and been in an otherworldly presence so there were links there and the kind of john keel we mentioned him earlier he alluded to this it's been the same it's the same presence visiting us but it takes different forms depending on the culture of the time and in our technological culture we're seeing spacecraft is that because they are spacecraft or is that because they're assuming that that form don't you find that quite interesting I'm glad you brought that up in the film, uh, mm-hmm. because that, that is an interesting aspect of the phenomena on how it tends to it adjust itself with uh, society and the cultural upbringings of society during that time period. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, uh, two, three hundred years ago, people, you know, they wouldn't have any idea about extraterrestrials, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, angels, demons, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the good, the, you know, the good folk, that, that sort of thing. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And the phenomena tended to adapt itself to those belief systems. And now it's different, isn't it? Yeah, and now it's taking on, you know, we're looking into space and apparently extraterrestrial life is everywhere, so we're, we're seeing uh, aliens. But there are strange links, you know, look at the, you mentioned demons and angels, we had the incubus, the succubus, which were these spirits that came at night and kind of paralyzed you. That's very similar to what people supposedly experienced with alien abductions. So that seems to me the same phenomena. But then again, you've got to take a rational step back. Is that because it's, it's you know, our, our psychology, our mindset that's interpreting a normal, natural thing and giving a, a paranormal uh, explanation? So I'm, I'm always kind of testing it, whether it's you've got to kind of test yourself that you're 
you know, this might not be supernatural paranormal. This might just be a natural explanation for it. Obviously, it's something that we contribute to what we see, perhaps. I know Greg Bishop has a co-creation theory that whatever's going on there, we are influential in what we see. Yeah, I like that. It's that you can't have a universe without the mind entering into it. So the mind kind of creates what it sees. Yeah, I like that. Then again, if we live in a simulation, we have whatever computerized force is involved manipulating what we see in accordance with our own development at, at that time. Okay, then who, who created the simulation on the computer program? <laughs> who, who created me? There's got to be something behind <laughs> Some giant kids from another star system who happen to be a million years ahead of us. <laughs> We're getting into the twilight zone now, I think. <laughs> Listen, that's where we are anyway with this field. Yeah, absolutely. And we are pushing the, the boundaries of what, you know, what we tr- trying to make sense of something that's otherworldly, I think. And that's what I'm trying to do with this film and my, my other films that are coming up, because I do think there is something there. There is something more to life than material reality. Before we uh, continue talking about uh, uh, the film, Hmm. let me ask you, uh, what about you? I mean, have you had any uh, UFO experiences or paranormal experiences, uh, you know, at any time in your life? Yeah. I mean, when I was a child, I had had some sort of visitation. I was when I was about four or five. I had this face appear on my wall, Hmm. I guess, and uh, it kind of... interpreted at the time as an angel because said everything was going to be all right and the next day everything wasn't all right i won't go into the details but i didn't have a particularly happy childhood but this kind of visitation kind of got me through gave me strength and belief that there was something else and that you know it gave me some sort of sense that i was going to get through and so that was that 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 was a real thing that happened it was paranormal i can't explain it i put an angelic uh badge on it at the time i guess still do maybe it was something else i don't know but it was something profound that happened to me i can't explain i can't use science to explain it it makes no sense so that you know there was definitely something there that that i can't explain would you say face was it a human looking face it was a woman's face Hmm. so yeah uh and it was yeah it was hypnotic i guess and it was it had a profound impact and i you know even now when i'm thinking about it it was uh, you know gives me hope and you know gave me belief in that there was something else out there that was looking after me even though it didn't feel like it at the time i guess yeah well ultimately it was right though because here you are mm. talking about this kind of stuff yeah absolutely and i you know i just want people to open their minds and that there is more to life than than just uh, physical matter, I think, and that's that's the important thing. But also, I think you know there there is this I don't know this substance out there. I mean, Wallace Wattles called it the formless substance, the psychic ether. You know, they can put your thoughts into it and create what you want. I guess I, I'm a big belief in that, and I guess that comes into the law of attraction. Uh, I know I'm digressing a little bit. 
but it has turned my life around uh me taking you know this positive mindset this you know creating your own reality through you know through attracting what you what you want really and that's that's changed my life and i guess i just want to share that with with people that you can do it well it's possible we do it possible we do it unconsciously that we do create our own realities but we're not aware of it and therefore we don't necessarily have the power to control the direction which it takes i don't know i mean it's pretty crazy out there we'll get into more craziness as we progress mark christopher lee tim swartz gene steinberg the movie we're talking or beginning to talk about is god versus aliens let the battle begin with (laughs) you're in the berry cast Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. 
Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Both my legs were amputated due to an IED. It's when you start to try to get back into, like, an everyday life. I absolutely felt like I lost some of my purpose. There must be something more. When DAV came into my life, they gave me a new mission. I could still be a productive member of society, could still support a family. The DAV gave him that sense of structure and purpose again to get his life back together. Visit DAV.org to learn more about our mission. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Yes, let us continue with our discussion here about what the heck is going on out there. By the way, once again, Mark Spann, the band of which he is a member, the Pocket Gods at thepocketgods.com and you're attempting to sell a new album for one million pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. The, yeah. The idea behind it was it would be uh, it would the end the kind of the campaign for fair royalties. We'd, we'd recorded and released one copy of this album and we're going to sell it for a million pounds. Just one copy for sale in our local record shop in St. Albans. It's on vinyl, so there's 12 songs that no one else is going to hear, apart from the person who buys that record. And with that £1 million, we will use that to set up our own ethical streaming service where we pledge to pay artists at least one penny per stream, which doesn't sound much, but it's a lot more. (laughs) It's 50 times more than Spotify and Apple Music's current rate. Part of it also is the flat rate structure because you pay what nine ninety nine a month, whether you listen mm. to one stream or two hundred. Yeah, I mean it's a really good deal for for the consumer. Yeah, you got you pay your nine ninety nine and you've got access to every song that's ever been recorded, pretty much. So, as a consumer, it's great. But you know, you have to realize that Spotify. I mean, I say Spotify because that's the market leader that has seventy percent of the market worldwide. Has never made a profit. And uh, so maybe the, it's going to cr- crash, come come to a head one day because they haven't made a profit. They've been investing most of their money into podcasts and other things, and that's not making money either. So something's got to give somewhere because it is such a good deal for the consumer. But then again, we've got to ask ourselves as consumers of music, should we be paying more? You know, how much do we value music? How much do we value any creative project? You mentioned movies. In the arts earlier, it's like, you know, we all need to be valued more. That's my personal opinion. The other option would be a la carte rather than all you can eat. 
you yeah. charge yeah. per safe nine ninety nine for five hundred streams, just dropping that, or a thousand streams. You sure. go for a thousand, you pay a proportional rate, like one dollar increments yeah. above that. This way, those who listen to lots and lots and lots of music are paying their share, just like in the old days. You know, yeah, you want a hundred albums, you bought a hundred albums. You didn't just pay for one album and get the other ninety nine free. So maybe the entire structure here may needs to be changed. Oh, definitely, yeah. It's working out best way forward, really. That's sustainable for for the artists and and the consumer. But that's that's a really good point that you made. I, I like that idea. The more you listen to, the more you pay. That makes sense to me. It's like your cell phone company charging you for excess mm. bandwidth. It's unlimited, but if you reach five or ten gigs, you pay more. It's like our local cable company, Cox, where they have a limit. And if you want unlimited, which you might want if you're streaming lots of content, then you pay $50 more per month. So it's that equivalent. And if you say, hey, it's not fair, you know what? I think it is fair. I think it's fair that the people who put out this product get fairly paid the current structure doesn't allow for that because the company's not making any money. If the company's not making any money and they're ripping off all their artists, something is wrong. It's a broken model, yeah. You're, you are right. And you say the people that listen to a lot of music, in the past they would have gone out and bought loads and loads of vinyl, loads and loads of CDs, whereas now they're just paying one flat fee, like you said. So, yeah, that, I, I like that idea. There may be something to that. Well, that's just it, you know. When I was a kid, if you wanted to listen to music, if you know, if you wanted to go beyond uh, listening to the radio, you know, you'd go out and you would buy an album. And I don't remember as a kid how much an album cost, but you know, I mean, a single then would have been like a dollar, and there you'd have it. And I've often wondered how these streaming services actually worked and how any money was being made across, uh, you know, to, to anybody. And now I know it's not. <laughs> yeah they're, they're not and that's the thing spotify's not making any profits and apple music and amazon music music's not their main thing their income's from elsewhere so they can play the long game and hang on in there <laughs> because you know it's a loss leader for them so i don't know i mean i don't want to criticize spotify because it's it's, it's a great tool it's the you know it's the best platform out there as a user and daniel leck when he started spotify was a visionary because before spotify we had the mess of napster when music was illegal and free and then youtube came in and no one was getting paid anything and then spotify came in and put some order to that chaos the system hasn't evolved from 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 that it's going to it's going to have to evolve somewhere it's where it goes next that's that's the question and that's the debate that i want to have well and unfortunately it will probably first evolve into trying to make more money for the record companies and the producers and none for the artist that seems to be the way that it has always been you know the the guys on the guys on top make the most and do like the trickle on sure. theory. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's always been that side to the music industry, whereas record labels would... I mean, people think, oh, you know, the days when bands like Oasis got, you know, advance of a million pounds. 
yeah, it was an advance. They didn't actually get a million pounds. That was taken off future sales. So when, when a band gets paid a big sum by a record label, that's not free money. You know, <laughs> they can go back, buy Rolls Royces and, you know, book into Abbey Road f- for a month. But at the end of the day, that money's coming off what they owe the record label. That's been added to their, you know, their debt, which they've got to pay off by sales. So there's no such thing as free free money in that, that respect. And add to that, some agreements require you also pay for your studio time. So if you yeah, do the yeah, album absolutely. like the Beatles did, you know, in three hours originally, not later <laughs> on, but in three hours, not, not three months, then you'd pay the three hours. But if you take six months like Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys did with something like Good Vibrations, even though he had the wrecking crew to help him, well, then you'd pay for six months. Now, someone like a Brian Wilson being a multimillionaire selling best-selling records, he could afford to have that taken out of his future wages. But if you're just a band starting out and suddenly you've got to make $5 million just to break even, then it doesn't become such a great picture. No, absolutely. But then the flip side of that technology has changed that, you know, people, I can record an album. I've got my own studio at home. I can record an album, pretty decent quality at home without going into one of the big studios and paying a thousand pounds a day. So what independent artists are tending to do now is to record at home, even on their laptop, and then take their demo version into the studio and finish it off in the studio. That doesn't cost so much. So, I mean, there are advantages to the technological age. I don't want, I'm not anti-technology. It's great that, you know, Spotify has been great that people have been able to, you know, get their music out there through a distributor but they can release their own music so it's democratized it a little bit we're going to democratize these announcements and then we'll get back with mark Jean tim you're in the podcast you are listening to gcn visit gcnlive.com today Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions, silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. You 
USA News Update. Maine's Secretary of State, Shana Bellows, is facing threats following her decision to remove former President Trump from the state's 2024 ballot. Bellows, who made the decision on Thursday, cited Trump's awareness of potential violence on the day of the Capitol riot and his encouragement of it through incendiary rhetoric without taking timely action to stop it. Acknowledging the threats against her and her staff on CNN, Bellows expressed preparedness and gratitude for law enforcement, with Colorado being the first state to remove Trump from its primary ballot. California is anticipating a third day of substantial waves and coastal flooding as high surf continues to batter much of the West Coast, particularly in southern and central California. Forecasters warn that the giant waves, potentially reaching 25 feet in some areas, pose a risk of dangerous rip currents and coastal flooding. State officials caution against considering beaches, piers, and vulnerable harbors in California safe due to the ongoing extreme surf conditions. Skip Kelly, USA News. Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos, and those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Now, it's not just young artists or mainstream artists who are using home studios. I'll give you an example of this. Let's remember the new, quote-unquote, Beatles song, Now and Then, where they take this 1970s demo from John Lennon, clean it up with AI technology to separate his voice and make it sound better, richer. And then Paul McCartney plays his share, sends the digital file (laughs) to Ringo Starr, who in his own studio records his drums, sends back the file and they work on it in a real studio with string instruments and everything else. You do not have to be in a studio anymore. 
if you can get decent acoustics out of your own home with some baffling and such between digital effects, you can create an album just as good as the major record labels. But let's move back to the paranormal God versus aliens. Now, among the people you interviewed was somebody we know here on the show, Nick Pope, who worked for the Ministry of Defense on what is called, quote, unquote, the UFO desk. Now, what insights did Pope have to offer in this film? Yeah, it's interesting uh, because he, he knows how the UK government works, having, having worked inside the Ministry of Defense. So he, and he alluded to, you know, what we've already talked about, really, that there is this sect in the, in the British government that thinks that, you know, the UFO phenomena is not nice. You know, you, you mentioned the word demonic, but that's from a Christian point of view, I guess. But then it should, it should be left well alone. And he also states that this was first proposed uh, by Lord Hill Dalton, who wrote a report for the British government. And there was a priest called the Reverend Paul Inglesby. Uh, yeah, and they were convinced that the, the UFOs were, you know, were not, not good for humankind and should be left alone. So, you know, Nick Pope alludes to the fact that this is possibly why we're not getting disclosure in the UK, because this is this kind of secret viewpoint of, of a lot of the British government, bearing in mind that the British government is, at the moment, is ruled by the Conservatives, who've traditionally been, you know, aligned with the Church of England. And also, you know, Nick talks about how King Charles III, you know, our new, new king, you know, what his possible opinions are on this matter because you know he does have an interest in alternative thinking we do like it that he did go to a, a ufo conference when he was prince charles we have to look we look at what his possible role could be in bringing disclosure to the uk and there are certain things that he could do uh, in terms of putting covert pressure on on the government this is what nick says that he can you know, have you know meeting private meetings with different ministers saying you know give me a classified report let me know what's going on with joe biden president biden and uh, so king charles may know more than we know and he may be pushing for disclosure in the uk so we do go into that a little bit but i also say we're, we're exploring this further in a new film that i'm making in january called the king of ufos which uh, looks into the British royal family's interest in UFOs, which goes back to Lord Mountbatten. But also we, we talked to a Canadian diver who alleges to have worked on a secret project with Prince Charles in the 1970s in Canada. And he states that Prince Charles actually flew a prototype UFO-type craft, not extraterrestrial, but with some sort of uh, new technology that we've alluded to earlier. So it's going to be quite an interesting film and lots of different uh, themes coming up. As a point of realism, though, with King Charles, as a prince, there are certain things he can get away with. As a king, he is, in a sense, more constrained by what he could do. He has to follow royal tradition. So would that make it more likely or less likely he disclose anything? I think it would make him less likely, don't you? Possibly, and I had to talk with Nick Pope about this. I think that was fine. Definitely the situation for the first year since Queen Elizabeth's death. He wanted just to keep a low profile, keep things ticking over, not do anything out of the ordinary, and that's what he's done. Uh, but Nick possibly seems to think that he will go further because he's got an interest in, in these things uh, passed down by his father, Prince Philip, 
and from his uncle, Lord Mountbatten. So he's interested in these things. And, you know, he sees himself as a spiritual person and he calls himself, you know, defender of all faiths uh, in the UK, you know, which I think is a good thing. And he's also head of the Church of England in the UK. So he's got a spiritual role as well. And I think he is quite a spiritual person. He's in alternative thinking. He, he's just reappointed a homeopath to Buckingham Palace. But I take your point that does he want to rock the boat and or does he just want to play within the British constitution where, you know, we are constitutional monarchy, so the, the prime minister is in charge effectively, but the king does have the, the last say in terms of signing off legislation and things like that. But I guess what Nick Pope was alluding to in, in God versus Aliens and the new film is that covertly uh, King Charles could be you know asking questions and finding out more is whether he wants to you know go public with that that's that's the big question like you said the story about uh, king charles in his early days possibly uh flying a top secret uh, craft in canada makes me think of the um avro car which yes. was which was made in canada and yeah. which was a which really was kind of a flop, you know, considering <laughs> what it was supposed to do. Yeah, but there was allegations that there was something else being worked on at the same time, and the Avro car was just kind of like brought out, uh, you know, for publicity and was made really to not work well. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a really good point. You mentioned that because we've got uh, an impression uh, of what the craft looked like, and it is pretty much like an Avro car, but it's got these dual rotor blades, dual kind of helicopter rotor blades, but also some strange um, electromagnetic technology. And this craft that Charles is one of three pilots in the in this craft, uh, which had a dome, and then. This smaller craft, a bit like a Mavra car with the dual blades, was actually d directed by a bigger, massive Westland helicopter that had a big magnet in its nose, uh, which was controlling the direction of, of, the, of the smaller craft. But you're right to make the links of Africa because that was a Canadian uh, thing, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, this project may have continued. And we're talking about a place called Sandy Point in Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was because obviously Canada being part of the uh, Commonwealth, the uh, the British Navy was nearby, and they were working on there was underwater uh, works apparently where things were being developed. Uh, but it's an interesting story, and I'd say it is this person, uh, this diver, who's come forward, and he's provided some proof, and uh, there's some ex. CIA, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's he's verified his story. Uh, but we do have to be careful, uh, you know, and saying this is just at the moment uh, a kind of story, possible story. But it does seem quite quite convincing that there's some there's something to it, and uh, the uh, diver is given valid testimony, which he's you know he's he's given the affidavit that you know what he saw was true. Um, but also, the interesting part of it is like saying, "Okay, this is experimental craft." So what we're seeing possibly now is it a continuation of this? 
is it something you know and what we're seeing is is man-made and not extraterrestrial but then again if this craft that charles was flying had some sort of uh it's said to have a blue ionic flame at the back and it was some sort of electromagnetic effect that had a could have had a dangerous effect on on people below it where did that technology come from uh this this chap that's come forward does allude to the fact that Tesla would, was had a had some sort of program nearby. So I mean, is there a link with that, or is that just science fiction we're into? Let's break it here, and we'll get more with Mark and Gene and Tim. You're in the Pedagast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. The Silver Lungs Generator is the only all-encompassing professional class product for producing endless colloidal and ionic silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. With recent regulations threatening the sale of silver-based supplements, now you can secure yourself and your family by producing your own silver solutions anywhere, anytime. You can have the peace of mind knowing that you can create endless supply of silver anytime, anywhere, for any application. The Silver Lungs Generator is a one-time purchase that requires no maintenance nor replacement parts for the life of the unit. This product was designed to be an invaluable part of your vital preparations. For a detailed report on the differences between ionic silver, colloidal silver, and what most silver solution manufacturers are producing, please visit our website at www.com. Silverlungs.com for more information on why you should be producing your own silver solutions right from your home forever. I had no idea it would destroy my life, but before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. And there's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Tormey, screenwriter, producer. You're listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Mark Christopher Lee, a stupid question. Are you in any way related to that other Christopher Lee? <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was, but he was. I know he's not a web anymore. He's a hero, my, one of my favorite actors, and I loved all the Dracula films. And then one of my favorite films of all time is The Wicker Man which is like that pagan, I don't know if you've seen it, a pagan folk horror set in Scotland. Uh, it's an amazing film, and he was in. So, no, I'm not related, but uh, I wish I was. <laughs> he was a great storyteller, too, by the way, if you ever saw him on some of these interview shows. He'd just sit there, and he'd talk all day about different things, and he was really, really brilliant guy. And he hung out for a good number of years. I think he lived until his 80s. Anyway, Mark, let's get back to what we're talking about here. So did King Charles, then Prince Charles, fly an experimental anti-gravity craft? But the question I'd have then, if you had this technology decades ago, where is it now? Maybe that's what we're seeing now. That's the question, isn't it? Maybe it's been still being developed and they've successfully managed to uh you know work it out and this is the stuff that uh the american pilots have seen and uh, given evidence to congress about possibly or uh, i don't know uh, at the end of the day i don't know uh, i don't pretend to have the answers at the moment you know i'm still on my quest <laughs> <laughs> You know, some of the allegations about the Avro car was mm. that the technology was actually brought over to Canada from Great Britain and that they got it from captured German technology. Yeah. You know, maybe not as sophisticated as some of the stories allege, mm. but, uh, you know, I mean, at near the end of the war, I mean, the Nazis were working on some uh, uh, mm-hmm. pretty groundbreaking sure. technologies. So, you know, I mean, it's, I think that it's interesting that, uh, mm. you know, we now have this connection. You were talking about this, like, uh, electromagnetic, uh, or mm. what was it, ionic field that was being produced, mm. uh, which was something that Tesla was referring to mm. in, in his later days, uh, because he had discovered a, like, a field propulsion type of an effect with uh, some of the research he was doing, but... 
you know, considering the kind of guy that he was, you know, he lost interest and it went on to other things. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. I never made that connection between the Avro car and possibly German technology because we did have the Foo Fighters, of course, that people still can't explain what they were, that pilots were seeing. And then they were working on the Glocker, I think it was, wasn't it? The uh, anti-gravity craft that the Germans were developing as a Wunderwaffe, a wonder weapon towards the end of the Second World War. So does that link over to what was happening in Canada with Prince Charles and then what we're seeing now? Uh, the only thing that I guess that is this just... Because what it seems to be at the moment is that this seems to be just happening in, in America... Uh, disclosure movement, but people are seeing things all over the world, aren't they? Especially South America, there's strange things happening there all the time. It does seem to me that it's all a bit US-centric. It's, why is that? Is that because that where the technology is? Or is that where the interest is? Our staff announcer, Bob Zanotti, who lives in Switzerland and was born in the US, has an international view of what disclosure would be, and he has the article in our newsletter for the 31st of December. So if you want to subscribe to our newsletter, go to theparacast.com, click on the newsletter subscription. It's free. Okay, free. And it comes out at least every week. And the article, Disclosure and International View, by Bob Zanotti appears there. And again, Bob's basic view, which he's already expressed in our forums, is that any disclosure would come on an international basis, the information being be shared by a number of countries, possibly through the UN. Of course, wow. we are ignoring perhaps the danger of rogue countries saying something, but if they had anything, they would have done it already. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that um, the alleged uh, whistleblower here in the United States, David Grush, was saying is that it, it's not just the United States that uh, supposedly had uh, uh, captured, crashed alien technologies, but other countries throughout the world. And my question was, if that was the case, why hasn't somebody else come forward and said something? You know, because, I mean, the United States can't control every country in the world. <laughs> you know, we may like to think that we can, <laughs> but we can't. So what's to stop some other country from saying, hey, you know, forget about the United States. We're the ones who have this, you know, captured craft. I'm thinking of three countries offhand. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously yeah. Russia, China, Iran, maybe Saudi Arabia. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So why hasn't anybody else said anything? If if the allegations that you know uh, that other countries have, you know, uh, crashed UFOs. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, there is uh, Nick Pope does allude to the fact that the Eyes Five agreement uh, between the U.S. and certain countries, which keeps this secret. The U.K. can't remember. It's, it's the U.S. Canada. France and somewhere else. I can't, I can't remember exactly, but it's, it's these five countries that are controlling uh, this the secret, I guess, which I guess feeds into the whole Majestic 12 kind of mythology, uh, whether that was true or not. But you are right. Why? What, if a rogue nation 
what we call rogue nation why haven't they gone public because you know especially putin putin he likes to thrive on chaos and disorder in the, in the west if he had this wouldn't he use it as a weapon i guess uh, as a different disinformation or just to create some some chaos politically don't you think he would have done that already unless the danger or the impact of the world is so great that even putin would not dare do it alone Mm. That could also be an issue. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Listen, I'm just making it up as we go along here. I have no (laughs) specific ideas as to who or what is going on there. I have the alternate theory here is that they actually don't know what's going on and have spent years trying to bury it. All right, they don't seem to be a threat to us. Let's not deal with it. It's not within the four corners of our mission to protect the United States. They do not seem to be a threat. So why should we care if and when they do represent some kind of security threat or we get confirmation, final confirmation of what they are, who they are and where they're from, we'll do something. But, you know, it's like governments in general. They always react after something happens. Very little preparation mm-hmm. occurs sure I, yeah i think you part partly right there my, my theory is that they, they they don't know what it is they, they know it's something weird possibly interdimensional it's not just a physical extraterrestrial from another planet and i think that's the the scary truth which they're never going to reveal and that that's 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 where i've ended up in my belief of what it is and that's why we're not getting disclosure and we won't get disclosure because it's always been pushed further back. It's always another false dawn, uh, despite people coming forward. Uh, I mean, we've had a history of this, you know, in ufology that we've always got the truth is just, just around the corner. <laughs> you know, it's like the X-Files, isn't it? It's Fox Mulder is just around the corner. We're going to get the truth. It's going to be revealed. It never is. Why is that? Because maybe there isn't anything or maybe what, what is there is just too weird that no one would want to admit to what it is. Obviously, we've got a lot more to talk about here. We continue to explore God versus aliens <laughs> and what that's going to be like, especially with some religions that don't have room for outsiders, let alone outsiders, if you can get the picture there. Imagine those outsiders being from another planet. You know, like like the strange people walking upstairs from where Mark lives. If you hear that squeaking, that's his neighbors upstairs because they have an old house and has squeaky floors. That's that's your kids. Your kids are squeaking. You got to tell the kids take some WD forty. No, no, I've got yeah, it's all happening. Yeah, and then give the kids WD forty. Put it on their shoes. And they will never squeak again. <laughs> or they'll get new shoes and say, we're going we're gonna to confuse daddy here. That's all. Mark, Gene, Tim, you're in. <laughs> the Pettycast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you love reading about the mysteries of the universe? Do you wonder what secrets are hidden in the shadows of our own planet? 
If so, you won't want to miss these two amazing books by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. In Mimics, The Others Among Us, you'll explore the world of the mimics of man, beings that can look like us but are not. They've been among us since the beginning of history, hiding in plain sight, influencing our culture in ways we can scarcely imagine. In Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters, you'll discover the so-called hard evidence of UFOs that's been available for study this entire time, but for the most part has been ignored. These two books will open your eyes to a hidden reality that has been right in front of our eyes all along. That's Mimics, The Others Among Us, and Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. Available now on Amazon.com. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control. And priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk... They hear you. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Welcome on to the film God versus Aliens. And another person who is prominent in the film is somebody who has become very well known because he is a key astronomer at Harvard, Professor Avi Loeb. And just to compare him with something, back in the 50s, we had a leading astronomer at Harvard by the name of Donald Menzel, who basically debunked UFOs, said they were all fantasies, but still drew paintings of alien creatures weird i mean he sold them several of them to my old friend jim mosley so i got to see them he was a really good artist by the way but he was the wrong kind of artist when he talked about ufos (laughs) so we'd have him as the arch skeptic although there were rumors that because of his intelligence background in world war ii he may have been involved in disinformation on the other hand we have professor avi loeb who holds a citizenship in the U.S. and Israel and is no skeptic about the possibility of extraterrestrial intelligence because of some things he's been working on. Tell us more. Yeah, it was great to interview Avi. He's a great person. He's, you know, he's a proper scientist that's taking this seriously and using the scientific method to, you know, to, to find evidence of uh, extraterrestrial life. Uh, he's got the Galileo project, which is brilliant. So he talks about that and how he's been searching for signs of life in the oceans of Papua New Guinea from an extraterrestrial meteorite, which landed there and 
you know, the, still analysing it, but may have evidence of uh, manufactured uh, materials, which would prove that there's life elsewhere in the universe. So, but he's, you know, he's actively searching for it and using the scientific method. You know, there's going to be life out there. But he's also, you know, he's got an amazing mind, very, very open, very, very rational. But, you know, he's looking at how would ET get here if it's going to get here? Well, you know, maybe it would be using sending out, wouldn't send out flesh and blood uh, creatures. It, it would send out some sort of drone or AI being to, you know, scout the planets. Uh, so he suggested that that might be happening. And what we're seeing is not flesh and blood extraterrestrials, but, you know, some some form of AI, because that's that's what we might do in the future. Is if we wanted to find life elsewhere, we wouldn't send uh, flesh and blood astronauts. We would send some sort of robot or AI thing. So that, that was interesting. But then he, you know, he, <laughs> he said the interesting controversial thing that you know this ai from elsewhere was visiting us maybe it would just bypass us completely and interact with our ai which seems hard to believe seen as the state of our ai but uh, it was an interesting theory anyway uh, but there was a sci-fi book i read some years ago where when individuals humans traveled into space they didn't physically travel they downloaded their consciousness to a clone the clone would experience the trip using their personalities and then upon return to their home planet it would be returned the information to the mind of the source the individual Mm -hmm. who was there and that person he or she would have the memories it's almost like the movie total recall where people is, are implanted with fake memories of being on Mars yeah. or something like Gosh. that. And yeah, which I thought it was a really, I thought it was a very smart sci-fi film. I'm talking about the original one in 1990 or so directed by Paul Verhoeven, Verhoeven because yeah. it depicted Mars in a very realistic way where obviously mm-hmm. Mars has a very, very thin atmosphere. So they build these large cities using some kind of translucent transparent material Mm. and run air making machines to keep everybody alive what is not dealt with of course is the difference in gravity because we think if arnold can be a superhero here on mars he'd be like john carter flying up into space (laughs) you know it's one of the things the film lacked i mean on the other hand you have the movie john carter which didn't do well but fairly accurately represented the original novel from Edgar Rice Burroughs, where John Carter transports to Mars by some kind of astral projection, but in the movie it's a technology, and is able to leap tall buildings with a single bound because he's used to an atmosphere and a gravitational pull that's six times more. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Astral projection, you said. I mean, that's that's an interesting tangent, I guess. Well, he goes to sleep in a cave, mm-hmm. and suddenly he's on Mars. But his original wow. body is still in the cave, I guess, in some kind of stasis. As opposed to Buck Rogers, the original story of Buck Rogers, is that mm-hmm. Anthony Buck Rogers goes into a cave and falls asleep for 500 years. He becomes <laughs> an advanced Rip Van Winkle, and he physically awakens 500 years later 
in a very, very changed civilization. That's the Buck Rogers story. But it's the same concept here yeah. where you are able to transform yourself to another planet. The other question I have, if we're talking about getting from there to here, would they use tricks like warp drive, which is something scientists are looking into. Obviously, it's way earlier than it would be invented in the Star Trek universe. It would take another 40 years for Zephyrin Cochran to perfect warp drive. But seriously speaking, they're looking into the possibilities of warp drive now. We can get to another star system, not in 25 years, but in 25 minutes or so. Mm. Or as in the TV show Farscape, they use wormholes for instantaneous Mm. transmission from Mm. one planetary system to another, or a stargate, as another example. As far as what Professor Loeb says Mm. about sending AI to take the trip, in the early days of exploration, that would make sense, But wouldn't it later make sense for the actual creatures, knowing the technology is perfected, to come by themselves? Yeah, absolutely. It does make that point that, you know, there's going to be civilizations out there that are going to be far more advanced just because of the age of the universe. And uh, so if you've got a civilization that's two, two billion years older than us, then it's probably might have been able to transverse space and time using wormholes. It does does say that, or basically using other dimensions. Uh, so, whereas space travel would be instantaneous, we can't think like what what we know science now on on Earth is not what other civilizations civilizations will be using two billion years in the future. So, we need to open our minds a little bit, and you know that's the great thing about Arvi Loeb that he does think like that. He's very open minded and think, yeah there's probably going to be civilizations that are far more advanced than us and they're going to be, you know, would have worked out uh, how to bend space and time, use wormholes, uh, possibly use other dimensions to travel because, you know, that's where we'll end up eventually. I mean, look at what's happening with the Large Hadron Collider at the moment. That's about to prove the existence of other dimensions. So, you know, if you look where we are in two billion years' time, uh, that'll be where civilizations are already are. Well, of course, we have the ancients race back in the Stargate SG-1 show where they mm-hmm. ex- become beyond matter and can create matter, just like the Q continuum. In Star Trek, yeah. mm-hmm. we have the Q continuum where they could basically manipulate matter the way they want. So if they want to come to Earth, mm-hmm. snap, they come to Earth. If they decide they want to grow a beard, Here's the beard. Uh, If they want to lose 30 pounds, you know, and put on some muscle. Okay, here we go. That'd be fun. (laughs) We've got Mark Christopher Lee joining us. The film is called God versus Aliens. It's not like Batman v Superman. It's something more, uh, more sophisticated, I think. And we're going to explore that continuously. And by the way, Mark will hang out for... Our After the Paracast premium bonus podcast. I'm trying to add all those (laughs) explanations to it. (laughs) And you can always check it out at thepowercast.plus. Once again, thepowercast.plus. With Gene Steinberg, Tim Swartz, it means you're in. (laughs) The Paracast. (laughs) 
Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800 284 
800-284-0523. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. I thought here that Tim Swartz is going to say, my precious. (laughs) (laughs) My precious. (laughs) Yeah, I was was going to ask a question, actually. What do you think of Dr. Stephen Greer's theory that you were talking about traveling distances by astral projection? He maintains that you can contact extraterrestrials by using your mind. The CE5 process... And I've actually tried this out recently. So I just wondered what, what you thought about it, that somehow maybe the beings have advanced so far. You know, you've been talking about sci-fi shows and that, that they are basically using their mind to to travel different places, maybe on different astral projections, astral planes, sorry. So maybe maybe we can, if we meditate to a higher level, that we can somehow interact with these beings. What do you think about that? I am not a fan of Stephen Greer. He appeared on the Paracast in our early days a couple of times. And the last time he was about ready to scream at us. I don't know if you remember listening to the show. He was going (laughs) to scream at us because we expressed skepticism. And I think the problem I have with Stephen Greer is, I mean, his background was impressive. He sets up the Disclosure Project. Mm -hmm. In 2001, he has a session at the National Press Club with some pilots. I remember. Right. But then he's also tried to market this, Mm. shall we say, tours where you spend thousands of dollars to go see a flying saucer. And I think, and then you have to sign NDA so you can't disclose it. (laughs) And I just think that maybe he got in too far. He should go back to being an emergency room doctor. Although I realized the pay wasn't as good. Yeah, I mean that's that's my issue I have with 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 that whole thing is that he's trying to make money out of it. Whereas I think if this this thing exists, if it's real, if we can do this, then why should you be charging money for it? Why shouldn't we just be telling people, well, okay, it works. This is how you do it. Let's try and contact the ETs, whatever. Uh, surely we should be doing that for the benefit of mankind, not for benefit of one person's profit and ego now in uh, saying that i have to say you would, would agree with me if you do work you deserve to get paid a fair mm-hmm. wage for mm-hmm. it so mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with writing a book giving a lecture no, no. and taking money but if you take money strictly to have money rather than to do something do real work to inform people to try to help them learn a truth i think that's problematic yeah absolutely and this is why we we actually tried this experiment c5 for a tv show in the uk that went out on christmas eve so i got a group of friends together i live in the hertfordshire countryside in england about 30 miles from london Uh, we went out outside the fields the back of my house um you know we just hung out meditated uh for about half an hour and then just filmed what we could see you know, it was, it was a nice experience. Uh, we saw lots of planes. We saw a few satellites, lots of stars. Venus was very bright. But then we stopped filming, and then we started seeing 
a few things we we couldn't explain. So we luckily we got the cameras back on, uh, and we caught three three lights. Don't know what they were. I mean, it might be explainable, but we haven't explained them yet. I'm not saying they're UFOs or anything, but so maybe there's something to it. I don't. I will try this experiment again. Maybe when it's a bit warmer. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an interesting. You know, I wasn't making anyone sign a non-disclosure agreement. I wasn't making them buy an app or pay thousand pounds to have this process. Uh, if it does work, then I think it should be available for everyone. So. We shall see. What uh, what were the lights doing that made them uh, stand out as being unusual? Yeah, they were very, very high in space and uh, faster than, didn't look like a plane. Uh, wasn't a satellite uh, and wasn't a star because it was moving too fast. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, UFO flashing and coming down and landing and all that. It was, you know, lights pretty way up high. Uh, but, you know, they may have a terrestrial explanation. I don't know. We did, uh, I did interview someone called, and if you know him, he's a ufologist called Philip Kinsella, and he's an author as well. We do know him, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he's actually tried this process uh, at Rendlesham in the UK, and it worked for him. So he gave me a few a few pointers. Uh and I also spoke, spoke to an American lady called Ray Dove, who is a bit like Stephen Greer, but she doesn't charge any money for it. She <laughs> she puts up these protocols for free for people to, to use. A very nice lady, and she, she seems to think there's something to it. And she actually said the night that we did it, strange lights appeared in other parts of the UK, whether that was coincidence or, you know, you have to have a rational <laughs> rational mind about this thing. But, you know, you have to be open as well. I think, well, let's try it out. And I'll try it again, see if we get any more results. Well, I mean, you're probably well aware that, I mean, there is kind of a a, a rich history of people communicating with alleged uh, extraterrestrial aliens, whatever you, have, you know, whatever you want to call them, through various... Spiritual traditions, mm-hmm. uh, um, um, seances, automatic writing, sure. Ouija board, even you know, I mean that that stuff goes goes way mm-hmm. way back, even before you know people ever started thinking about UFOs in the modern UFO era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that the, is that the same? Are they the same entities that people are connecting to, or is it all just just? just a fraud that's, that's the question isn't it but there's like you say there's been a long history i mean i also interviewed someone from like head of the etheria society mm-hmm. it's like a ufo religion it's based in london actually and I, they've invited me down to the temple to interview their their leader i mean it's, it seems pretty harmless and they're, they're not it's not like a cult or anything there's nothing sinister behind it uh but that their church is founded on this uh, guy called george king who who was alleged to have, through yoga meditation, was, you know, contacted uh, aliens and they told him various things and things like that. So they built up this this church based on these beliefs. So they believe that you can do this process and contact ETs. I'm not saying that's right, but uh, you are right that there is a history of people saying they're able to contact other worldly beings through meditation, through automatic buying, through 
seances, things like that. Speaking of George King, I remember mm-hmm. he'd go on the Long John Neville show. This is back in the 50s and 60s. Oh, wow. Long John was the founder of Paranormal mm-hmm. All Night Radio before there was Coast to Coast, Art Bell, wow. George mm-hmm. Nori, Ian Punnett, etc. There was Long mm-hmm. John Neville. And he'd always wow. introduce him with a kind of a sarcasm that John was oh, capable of doing as George King of England. <laughs> but the way he'd say it is that yeah. this crazy character maybe thought of himself as a king. And, of course, we realized that if we strictly parse what he said, mm. that's not what he meant, but he wanted to convey the impression that he did mean it that way. We've got Mark, Tim, and Gene. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. The Silver Lungs Generator is the only all-encompassing professional class product for producing endless colloidal and ionic silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. With recent regulations threatening the sale of silver-based supplements, now you can secure yourself and your family by producing your own silver solutions anywhere, anytime. You can have the peace of mind knowing that you can create endless supply of silver anytime, anywhere, for any application. The Silver Lungs Generator is a one-time purchase that requires no maintenance nor replacement parts for the life of the unit. This product was designed to be an invaluable part of your vital preparations. For a detailed report on the differences between ionic silver, colloidal silver, and what most silver solution manufacturers are producing, please visit our website at www. Silverlungs.com for more information on why you should be producing your own silver solutions right from your home forever. USA News Update. Flu cases are surging across the United States. There was a 16% increase in positive flu test results reported last week, according to the CDC's weekly influenza report. Over a dozen states, including Alabama, Georgia, and New York, have reported very high levels of respiratory illness. And nearly 20 other states have levels classified as high, with six pediatric deaths bringing the total to 20 for the current flu season. I'm Skip Kelly. The number of pets being housed in shelters across the U.S. this month is increasing. The Atlanta-based nonprofit Shelter Animals Count says about 245,000 more cats and dogs are in shelters this holiday season. The director of the organization says overcrowding at U.S. animal shelters has gotten worse and euthanasia may be needed in more places as a result. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos, and those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. 
My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. MyPatriotSupply.com Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. So many strange characters in the UFO field. Where do we begin? Of the people that you interviewed for this film, who do you think was the strangest? There's a very interesting chap uh, called Tony Topping, uh, claims to have been uh, abducted since he was a child uh, by aliens. He lives up in Yorkshire. He's a very, very nice chap, and obviously something profound has happened to him. Uh, but he, he was great to interview, and he's very, he's very down to earth and just tells it like it is, you know. And he, he said the universe is highly populated, that we're being lied to by the government, that everyone knows there's different warring aliens up there, some good, some bad. So I don't know. So it was interesting interviewing him and. Uh, it was, you know, it fits in well with the film because the film is balanced. We've got, you know, people like Seth Shostak, Arvi Lowe, proper scientists. Uh, but then we, we need to get the people that, you know, alleging that there's weird stuff happening. I wanted to speak to them because, that, you know, they've got a story to tell. You know, they say it's true. So let, let's talk to them and that's, you know, and let them tell their story. And it's very, very convincing. And, he, you know, he believes what he's saying is true. I'm, I'm not here to discredit him. He's a very genuine person he's had some profound experience i passionately believe that you know maybe extraterrestrial maybe something else i don't know uh, so he was he was very very interesting to uh to chat to and also we had a a real uh priest uh, the reverend daniel thompson uh so he's a you know he's an active vicar in the church of england uh and he's he's an interesting chap to interview because he's got an open mind for someone in the church he hasn't got a problem with there being life elsewhere in the universe he just sees it as part of god's you know god's life god's plan whatever and it all fits in well you know in his theology and uh, he said it would have a massive impact but he doesn't see there being a spiritual problem with there being other other life in the universe and he's very open to it and you know he he, he makes the point that 
being in the church and being a priest, he deals with the paranormal every day in terms of, you know, he's blessing houses and he's blessing people, you know, by praying. That's, you know, that's putting thoughts out into God, into, you know, the consciousness and things like that. So you, he's had to be dealing with the paranormal and the, the weird every day. So yeah, he's got a very, so it's interesting chatting to him about it as well. Yeah, I saw a survey not too long ago that um, it it wouldn't be religion or you know the 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 religious uh, uh, parts of society that would be adverse to the idea of a you know extraterrestrial revelation that you know we're not alone on the planet, but that it would be a scientist. That would suffer the most, <laughs> that they would be the ones who would, you know, have the most problems, you know, with that. And I just found that very interesting because everyone thinks that, you know, uh, scientists and the scientific community are, you know, is more open minded. But this survey survey seems to imply that uh, 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 at least that aspect would be the most closed minded to the idea. You're yeah, spelling Seth Shostak here because he's a skeptic. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, but he, he's a great guy as well, and uh, you know, he's very passionate about what he does. And he, you know, believes he's going to find evidence of extraterrestrial life through radio signals. And you know, that's great. But he is skeptical. He doesn't think we've been visited before. There's no evidence. Uh, so yeah, I think what you said is right that it would impact scientists. Uh, more than like wow okay what do we do now how do i catch up uh, okay but it should be you know which is why it's great to have Harvey Loeb in the film because he's very open-minded and he's probably one of the most open-minded scientists and he does talk about why other mainstream scientists should get on board board with this because you know it could help humanity you know if we had you know, other life in the universe, they will be able to help us solve all our problems. So that's that's where he comes from, uh, from an altruistic point of view. But yeah, I mean, science is very closed-minded and it's very, you know, follow the money, I guess. You're doing research, you need the money, so you're doing, you know, work for these people and so you're doing this. And so it is, whereas people like Harvey Loeb have got open mind and, you know, looking to explore all possibilities, which is what science should be. Like well, and also, <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have that problem, too. <laughs> they, they, like, they like to pound on my office door when, uh, when the show's on. Um, you know, you also have the situation where if the revelations does you know do come out that that ufos are real that we are being visited by some other intelligence you know no matter you know it, it, whether it's interdimensional time travelers mm-hmm. or from another planet that scientists will then jump on the bandwagon and the rest of us basically will be out of a job, you know, because it'll be the scientists then who will glom onto it and say, yeah, we do it all along. And, you know, <laughs> and everybody will be listening to them and not us. So what's to where do all the UFO people go then? Would there be something else that they would need to discover? You what I mean? At the moment, it's people's passion. They've got to find out the truth. So there's the truth. Where do we go now? 
<laughs> uh, well, my my suspicion is that the phenomena that we would call, that we call UFOs, and you know, even like the occupants and alien sightings and abductions and things like that, is is something so completely different that it's it would be difficult for us to conceive, and. When the point comes that we are able to travel to other planets and find other intelligence lives, you know, we'll say to them, why have you been flying around in our skies, you know, without coming down and saying hi? And they'll say to us, us, we thought it was you flying around in our skies. Wow, that's that's mind blowing. So there could be something else. So there's going to be life in the universe, a bit like us. And they'll be experiencing the same weird stuff that we're experiencing. Wow, yeah. Well, you know, there was an article from Ray Palmer in his Flying Saucers magazine back in the 60s, I think, suggesting that if there are Martians, would they have their own flying saucer phenomenon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's blowing, isn't it? <laughs> Well, and you know, you take that you take that further. You know, when we were talking earlier about the earlier beliefs, and you know, uh, uh, the, the fairies and and the good people and the angels and demons. Now we you know we see UFOs and think about extraterrestrials. Five hundred years from now, will that have changed? Will there be some other kind of unexplained phenomena? that will fit within whatever cultural differences there'll be 500 years from now. Gosh, yeah, what would that be? Some sort of AI? Yeah, that's going to be weird, isn't it? Ray Palmer, as a matter of fact, said on a number of occasions, flying saucers were here to make us think. So it opens up our lives to new possibilities. We begin, just like we do with sci-fi, to exploit those possibilities and advance our science. And once we've reached point B, for example, from A, then the phenomenon is showing us point C. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Need to catch up. (laughs) You never catch up. That's the point. The point is you never will catch up because once you reach C, there's D. Once you reach D, there's E. I also have a crazy theory here, which we can get into in our next segment, that Mm. the universe expands to our perceptions of it. As we discover new things, the universe accommodates that and then gives us other things. So it's almost similar to what Palmer was saying. In any case, we've got Tim and Mark and Gene. More to come. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. 
With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers simply because that's what longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have longevity. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. This is me, the Merciless. You are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, exactly according to my plan. So I closed the previous segment on my concept, not taken seriously, of expanding realities to accommodate our perceptions of it. 
guys chime in or scream at me or both <laughs> well this goes back to the power of the mind doesn't it that our mind is per- perceiving reality and shaping reality so is it making the universe expand the universe is interacting with us and then giving us more so as as our consciousness gets higher and higher more profound weird things will happen possibly what do you think tim oh yeah well one of the observations that i've made over the years is that when people think that they are getting close to a possible idea about the ufo phenomena it goes and changes you know completely and you've got a whole you know a different game being played here yeah. uh, which which shows that first of all that there is some kind of intelligence be you know involved mm-hmm. what that intelligence is that's the question sure. but there's also that trickster element to mm-hmm. it and it seems to be at play you know with this so yeah where does it go from here i guess what will happen to uh, the UFO movement at the moment in, in the U.S., the disclosure process, is there going to be a curveball in there somewhere? Yeah, that's the big question, is it? You know, the disclosure movement in the U.S. is never going to be satisfied with any kind of answer coming from the government. They think that the government is is and the military are holding on to, like, deep, dark secrets uh, you know, I'm like you. I don't think they are. You know, I think that the military and the government is just as mystified as the rest of us, <laughs> and is yeah. seeking answers just like the rest of us. Well, yeah, you say that. And Boris Johnson, who used, who used to be prime minister, has just given an interview here saying there's no doubt that aliens exist, but MI5, which is our security service, they haven't got a clue what's going on. It's just, it's mm. just people said, "Oh, he's just saying that as a smokescreen." But why would he? He's not prime minister anymore. He doesn't care. <laughs> uh, so that fits into that, really, as well. It's interesting in this country that we have two former CIA directors, Woolsey and Brennan, saying that we need to investigate these things and find out what's going on. But as have the CIA being in charge of all the intelligence services, at least related to the CIA, they would know that already if there was anything to know. <laughs> Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think, like you say, the truth is far weirder than we can comprehend, and that's. I think it opens up other realities, other dimensions, other levels of consciousness that you know we can use for our, our own benefit, and that's for the benefit of whole mankind. I sound like a hippie now, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, but of I, course, I, what I, would I happen here is that private industry would try to make profits mm-hmm. off it. Like if we had free energy, okay? Well, yeah. Instead of having to use fossil fuels, even mm-hmm. electric cars, mm-hmm. which is still using energy and still using the yeah. electric power grid. If we had something mm-hmm. that was free energy, they'd find a way to patent it to only have control of it. And if you wanted free energy, it wouldn't be free to get it. I know someone will want to make money out of it somewhere. And maybe Tesla, maybe he found free energy. Maybe he found that technology. Maybe it goes all the way back to ancient Egypt and the lost civilizations, because I'm sure there's a massive chunk of prehistory that is lost. You know, I know Graham Hancock goes on about it a lot, but I'm sure there's a lot to our history that we've just completely lost uh, and that we were far more advanced in the past than we thought we were. And I'm digressing. I apologize. (laughs) Well, no apologies necessary, but we'll take it down and we'll make notes. But think of it this way. We can't agree on what happened yesterday. 
We can't agree on what happened 50 years ago. They're still revising history from the Civil War. How do we know what happened 2,000 years ago, although we have these books that tell us? Mm. So with that situation, who knows what really happened? (laughs) There could have been civilizations thousands of years ago, Lemuria, Atlantis, whatever. But Mm. we'd only get legends. We would never get the real truth. Because, as I said, Mm. you can't keep up with what happened yesterday. No. And can I just make one one point as well? That Another theory we look at in the film is that what the phenomenon might be, what we're seeing, uh, this is what Steven Spielberg thinks, is that basically it's time travellers, it's us from the future, 500,000 years in the future, and these little grey aliens is basically us, and they've time travelled back for some reason. I don't know why. And that's what we're seeing, and he believes that. And there's some evolutionary scientist in america i can't remember his name but he's he studied our evolution what will happen in the future and he said yeah we will look like these little gray beings that people are seeing so maybe there's something to that as well at the end of the day i i I don't know i'm just looking for the answers posing the questions well that would mean for example that our muscles will atrophy because we sit (laughs) in front of our computers or lie down (laughs) in bed with our iPhones or the equivalent in the 24th century, we don't exercise. Because of food shortages, we learn to subsist on less food, meaning we don't grow as much. Mm. And our brains expand because we learn to do more things with our mind and less things with our body. Heck, that makes perfect sense. Mm. But how do we prove that? We can't unless they come over here and show us. And those people, like the person you cite in your movie, Mm. who's an abductee, we have no way of knowing unless even if we experience it. Because if you and I experience this thing, we might be seeing something that isn't there. Sure. Absolutely. That's that's the whole thing about this phenomena. This cosmic joker, I guess. (laughs) Are UFOs a cosmic joke? Yes. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) The joke's on us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we're still laughing, sorry. (laughs) You know, laughter is not allowed on the main show. I'll get seven demerits for each laugh. (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll get all serious then for that bit. (laughs) In other words, all seriousness aside, Mm. briefly, and we'll pick up on this in the premium show after the PowerCast, do you think we'll ever solve any of this, really, truly? The rational part of me says no. It's always going to be one step away, one step ahead of us. But I do believe something in my heart that, yeah, we will, and it will help us. It will be benevolent, and it will open up a new dimension, a new world of possibilities that could help all mankind. That's what my heart says. Mark Christopher Lee, for those who want to know more about the things you do, where can they check you out? Okay, well, my film God vs. Aliens is out now on Tubi, so please check that out. If you want to follow me on social media, probably the best one is, I say Twitter, it's not called Twitter anymore, it's X. So I'm on there as The Pocket God, so that's probably the best place to to keep up to date with what's happening. Uh, And I've got some uh, new films coming out in the new year, The King of UFOs, which will also hopefully be on Tubi. Uh, So, yeah, please keep in touch and thank you for listening and i guess you have that million dollar album ready for sale 
Yeah, if there's any uh, rich uh, eccentrics out there or just people who want to do good with their money. There's a record shop in St. Albans called Empire Records and it has this million pound album. It's called Vegetal Digital by the Pocket Gods and it's the cool price of one million pounds, which is about, I don't know, one million, one hundred thousand dollars or something like that. <laughs> he takes checks, by the way, if they're certified. You can find <laughs> us on X or whatever they want to call it. On threads on Facebook as the Paracast, the Paracast on Facebook, threads, X marks the spot. Check out the Paracast.shop for branded merchandise. We have four different logos to choose from, so you can buy a T-shirt in any of the four logos or all of them. And we have, you know, all sorts of sizes, very small to something like XX or XXX large. So if you weigh 3,000 pounds, we'll probably have something for you. We also have a streaming service called the Paracast Plus. Go to the Paracast.plus to learn more info and sign up in like a minute or so and choose from any of our packages. You can just join free the forums or sign up for up to a lifetime membership at the lowest prices ever. It includes this show without network ads, better audio, the premium bonus after the Paracast podcast, where you never know what's going to happen, and we don't either. And by the way, Mark will be back on after the Paracast. Go to theparacast.plus, theparacast.plus. Mark Christopher Lee, thank you for joining us on the Paracast. Thank you for having me. Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in the Paracast.